0: Today's forgotten founder would forever be immortalized in history when he wrote these words, we the people of the United States. But Gouverneur Morris had one of the most wild and outrageous lives of any other founder. This is part of a series on America's Forgotten Founders that I post every Friday. Please like and follow for more history content just like this. Gouverneur was born to a prominent New York family, being named Gouverneur after his mother's maiden name. He was well-educated and studied at King's College, or present-day Columbia. At 14 years old, he would suffer an unfortunate accident when a large kettle of boiling water fell on him, causing severe burns to his right side and disfiguring his right arm. The burns would give him lifelong pain. The incident, however, never slowed him down. Morris grew to over six feet tall, was handsome, and had a quick wit. He also had developed quite the reputation among the ladies. This reputation also got him into a bit of trouble, especially since his favorite exploits involved married women. At 32, Morris lost his leg after being hit by a carriage. But according to historian Dave Kimball, Morris found himself in hot water after a furious husband learned that Gouverneur was sleeping with his wife. Morris was running from the scorned husband when a carriage ran over his leg, and it had to be amputated. Other reports, though, say he badly broke his leg when he jumped out a second-story window after being discovered with another man's wife. Three years later, Morris would be instrumental to the Constitutional Convention, and unlike James Madison, who is often referred to as the father of the Constitution for his contribution to the Constitution's structure and moral philosophy, Morris is called the penman of the Constitution for creating the language and structure of the document. Morris also served on five committees during the convention and spoke more than any other founder, giving 173 speeches. He also did not believe government should be based strictly upon popular sovereignty and was more skeptical of putting trust in the hands of common people, saying, quote, give the vote to the people who have no property and they will sell them to the rich who will be able to buy them end quote. Morris was also one of the loudest abolitionists against slavery at the convention. According to Madison's notes, Morris found himself quote, reduced to the dilemma of doing injustice to the southern states or to human nature and he must therefore do it to the former. Morris thought the formula for representation should be the same as the one for taxation. So if southern states were allowed to count slaves towards their representation, they must also count towards their taxes owed to the national government. Morris also hated the three fifths compromise, saying, quote, Upon what principle is it that the slaves should be computed in the representation? Are they men? Then make them citizens and let them vote. Are they property? Why then is no other property included? The house in this city, Philadelphia, are worth more than all wretched slaves which cover the rice swamps of South Carolina, and condemned slavery saying, quote, in defense of the most sacred laws of humanity, tears away his fellow creatures from their dearest connection and damns them to the most cruel bondages. As U.S. Minister to France from 1792 to 1794, he witnessed some of the bloodiest episodes of the French Revolution. During the terror, he himself was nearly hanged by a hostile mob until he took off his peg leg and claimed to have lost the limb fighting for American liberty. Cheers then ensued. Morris had a three-year affair with a very famous novelist while stationed in Paris. She was actually married to a count and lived in an apartment inside the Louvre before it was turned into a museum. John Jay later joked that Morris should have, quote, lost something else besides his leg. Replaced as minister to France, Morris returned home in 1798. In his late 50s, Morris married for the first time to his 35-year-old maid in a surprise ceremony on Christmas Day. In his later years, he would suffer from severe cases of what he described as gout, but were probably more issues related to his amputated leg. It would be a UTI that actually would lead to his death. Also for all you guys watching, just be forewarned about what I'm going to tell you next. Exasperated at his inability to urinate, Morris found a whale bone in his home and inserted it into his mm to uh, relieve himself. The tissue then became infected and he died November 2nd, 1816.